Um, so on behalf of the Johansson family, we are truly appreciative of the dutiful efforts of everyone involved with orchestrating this event. And I am absolutely thrilled that I can be here to witness the, this accomplishment um, on behalf of the family. And thank you. <laughs>if you a bit confused about what exactly was going on there I can tell you that back in 2016 uh, I remember we hosted uh, Howard Holmes who's the founder of the Sheffield based UK anti-racist education project now football unites is what it was called racism divides and also spent years as the chair of the uh, the fair network Europe's uh, campaign against racism as well as discrimination in football now how would join forces with the Cape Town uh, illustrator that's Archie Birch uh, to produce the third pioneers comic book series of which albert harry or harry harry uh, johansson uh, is the first black superstar in the second edition now last week a very special leeds civic trust blue plaque uh, to commemorate the life of the former uh, player albert johansson uh, was unveiled ahead of the Derby County fixture. Now, the plaque was officially unveiled uh, by Samantha Jones, whose voice you heard a short while ago, uh, who was the granddaughter to Albert Johannesson, uh, along with uh, Brian Dean and councillors Judith Blake and uh, Jane Dawson, uh, both of who played a huge role in the event uh, taking place, including the helping uh, fund the project as well. Now, also heavily involved in the uh, special occasion were the Leeds Civic Trust, uh, who created the Blue Plaque, and also the Leeds United Supporters Trust, who helped to sponsor this uh, individual plaque as well. Now, one person that we are no strangers to and that we've spoken to in the past, uh, who's a lecturer, researcher, Department of Sport and Movement Studies at the University of Johannesburg, uh, Chris Fortain, uh, as well for the benefit of those who don't know who Albert is or never heard of him and the challenges that he faced during his playing career. Uh, we do have, uh, of course, uh, Chris Fortain uh, to tell us a bit more about him. Good evening in 2019, Chris. It's great to have you on the line. Hey, good evening and welcome, and, and thanks for the opportunity, Rob. Compliments of a season to you and your team. Thank you so, so very much. Indeed, great (laughs) honor again for you to uh, just uh, allow us a little bit of your time, uh, Chris. And and it's great to see that elsewhere in the world, regardless of where you're from originally uh, around the world, if you are good, you are good, you get honored. And here we see Albert getting his just desserts. Unfortunately, he's not honoured, you know, and this is the sad part in, 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 in football in the world today is that we honour our legends once they have passed on. Um, and the struggles that they experience as players and getting into the beautiful game as we know it. But be that as it may, at least it's a memory and at least it makes a mark on the lives of people in the future, especially of our young players coming up. Um, the experiences they have experienced as a, as a black South African to go and play in a predominantly then FA white, he had some bad experiences which led to him, which has also con- contributed to his downfall eventually. When you say that, just explain explicitly for those who'd be listening in and saying, how would that have contributed to his downfall? Look, for the, the mere fact that, uh, um, Albert Johannesson, a black South African that went to play uh, trade in, in, in England at that time, you know, he was looked upon as someone that is unique. <laughs> and you know the experiences that uh, black players are still experiencing today. Nothing new. 
So the hardships, we had to work three times harder than the normal players at Leeds at that time. And the coach that time was a coach by the name of Don Revy. And, 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 and Harry, Harry, Albert Johannesson would always say, you know, coach, these guys are giving the hard time. And he just said, just go out there and do, do the work that I have employed you for. So being that, he couldn't mix with, uh, with his players, although he shared the same dressing room with them, but they didn't want to mix with him after the game or after the playing session. He had a bit of a lonely life until he met his wife in 2018. His two daughters, uh, Alicia and Yvonne, are still uh, alive there in uh, the USA. And we in touch. Uh, we tried to get hold of them today, but apparently I think we have a bit of a time difference. And they can tell you more about the, the, the hardships that their father suffered while he was uh, mm. a you know. And mm. also not uh, treated on, 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 the, on the equal path. This is why we... we uh, uh, in collaboration with uh, the Football United Racing Divide Movement in Sheffield, we decided then to uh, do a comic book about his life story and, and, and how it unveiled and, and what the hardships he really experienced uh, drove him to a serious uh, abuse of alcohol and eventually death. And, and I remember very vividly as well the conversation that we had at the time when we shared uh, yeah. this news with the, all the South Africans on the, on the radio platform as well. And, and, and it's, it's a proud moment again, Chris, when you, when you look at a, a person who then at that time became the first uh, what, black player to play in an FA Cup final uh, back in 1965 when Leeds United uh, lost to Liverpool. That will always stay in everybody's mind who and values it's, and that. It's history because even the game went into extra time afterwards, so we had a double <laughs> double shift. He also, got, yeah, he also got injured in the second game, uh, and also uh, it was you know in 2016 we commemorated the, the 50th anniversary, and it, it highlighted a whole lot of issues within uh, professional football, not only in Europe but also around in, in other parts of the world, in Asia and. In, in South America about the issue about equality of players and how to treat players when they come onto the field and, and the camaraderie that the game is supposed to produce, you know. I mean, we had a few years ago, we had a, from the South African Football Players Union, we had uh, involved or we encountered issues of uh, attacks on Zimbabwean uh, citizens. And we then embarked on the, on, on the game uh, against xenophobia. Which, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's rather sad because we play with each other on the same field, but we have this racial divide and this distance that people are coming from another country. And, 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 and it's it, it impacting perhaps most probably on the vote against Brexit that's going to take place this evening mm-hmm. in terms of keeping out African players out of the Africa, FA, FA League. Uh, so those are, those are issues that, we, that, we're trying to, that we're trying to fight through uh, football against racism in Europe, which is uh, a fair, uh, run by a very strong director called Tiara Power. Mm. And Howard Holmes, who runs the football United Nations divide. So there's, there's moves of foot to, to, to try and say that we are a global village. The world is, is a global village these days, and we need to accept each other on, on our strengths and our talents and not the color of our skin. Oh. I mean, and it's so sad, like you were describing earlier, uh, because I, I think footballers like uh, Cyril Regis, who've been talking quite uh, fondly about him and his role that he played in trying to pave the way. And, and sadly, though, we still fight the same fight uh, in 2019. Um, and one of the things that he described even then, he was saying that he was 
literally the nearest thing that they had to a Brazilian, as they saw Brazilians as being the cornerstone Correct. of what footballers should be uh, as far as the skills is concerned. I mean, he said that we even used to look forward to watching him in the warm-up uh, before the match uh, because he would entertain the crowd with the showboating, ball juggling, tricks, rarely seen uh, back in those days. And they just thought they had a magician uh, in their hands. Yeah, so you know that, and, and that, and that really cleared, and that really put lead on the map when he, if you come down the left side of the, of the, of uh, Road at that time, you know he had the support of the supporters that were crazy about him. He scored magnificent goals. He led into the, he scored three goals leading up into the FA Cup final then in 1965. Mm. Um, he's got a medal. Uh, uh, the, the the irony of everything is the jersey that he played in the number 14 jersey he played in that final is in South Africa, <laughs> so oh, he's wow. back home. So uh, we played we we played to, to to players like this, you know, and and also sadly now that we lost one of our legends over the weekend now, Salma Siza, is the same fact that we say we need to look after our players, we need to be there for their well-being, we need to make sure that they have this hero status. And, and these role models that, that can encourage other young players on, on, on grassroots level to look up to, and not to look not all the time to have players like Messi and that, but tell me at, at in our own front as well. You know. Oh, uh, without a doubt, you know, one has had the privilege and honor uh, when a guy like Lucas Khatebe was being honored by Leeds United uh, for his testimonial and they yeah. got to play against uh, Charlton and back then Sean Bartlett was still playing for Charlton and they made a mm-hmm. big brouhaha about it. The stadium was jam-packed. There were people that came through specifically for this and you know that whatever the gate takings are on that day, they belong to the player. It's the way of saying thank you for leading, right. thank you for your commitment, Thank you for staying uh, for so long with one club. I mean, he is honoured beyond anybody's wildest imagination. And here we are now, in this country yeah, allowing players now, to suffer. Now recently in, um, now recently in Leeds, since before this uh, plaque laid by um, Albert Johnson, the old bus service is named after, after Lucas. Exactly. He's got, a beer, he's got a beer there that they call the Radabai Lager. They say Radabai, we say... Now his his legend still lives on as the governor, as a a person that has uh, Leeds is not a a major state; it's a small county in in, in the United Kingdom. But yet he's been honoured. The irony of it is, I yet to hear about a memorial or a testimonial of a player in South Africa. Last week with with the African Awards on last Tuesday, one for the first time that there was a combination of the Foster Cap. Uh, African Awards. The, Tuesday, the, the Monday night there was a, a, a legends game of the likes of Drogba, Michael Essien, mm. uh, uh, LRG, of uh, some of the West, uh, some of the West African countries' top players. Uh, Mark Fisher was part of the team yes. uh, to, to play there, and they went to honor one of the, the players in Senegal. And it, now, it takes <laughs> nothing away, does it, Chris? <laughs> no, nothing. I mean. It's also about the the, the humanitarian uh, feel about uh, about people. About mm. that these are just normal people, uh, and how why can't we honor them as, as our heroes? You see? I wonder what's stopping us, though. I wonder what is stopping us. <laughs> we. I mean, we, we always hear so much about the administrators and what they do. They hop yeah, a whole lot of issues on us. But when it comes back to feeding back to the players, I always look at a guy like, uh, whether it's Brian Baloy, I look at a, uh, a guy like uh, Tabo Mwaki. Um, oh, he made Ladla, for instance. Yeah. 
Exactly. Or Lucas Mariope, that's still around. Yeah. So he's here. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so those are the issues that we need to that we need to have a look at and say, uh, we, from a research perspective, we have a field, we have a ball, but if you don't have players, you don't have a game. Mm. You can have all the rules of FIFA, you can have all the referees in the world, top class referees, top class referees. You can have the cleanest fields, the highest quality facilities. But if you don't have the most main, main important ingredient on that field, the players. And they're the ones that make the entertainment. Not the ball or the referee's whistle mm. or the administrator that raises the logistics. You know? And people suffer different things. And I know that for, from Albert's side, you, you painted the picture. And it, it, it is well known that he wasn't strong enough in the end, mentally, emotionally, Correct. or physically, to stand up to the uh, cynical tactics that were always used against him. And he died uh, pretty much alone in a town yeah. uh, center flat about, what, 21 years ago from now. That's right, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's yeah, the life that, of a footballer. Those, yeah. are, those are the issues that we are speaking of from... From a, from, a, from, a, from a grassroots level, you know, the support of players, not everybody is the same. They come from different ethnic backgrounds, they come from different rural communities, they come from different uh, uh, family backgrounds, some single parents, some grannies looking after these talented boys. So that when they reach the age of 17, the pressures of the game that is that has been brought and the commercialization of the game has uh, created a, a whole new the dynamic about how those players address themselves. Mm. And when you find that talented players then hop out and become alcoholics or they, they have diverse, diverse um, deviant behaviors, uh, you don't blame them. But what, uh, what, what is there for the support of them? How do we look after their welfare and keep them on the track to keep them on this talent to expose and entertain the crowd? Well, an amazing one. We we hope one day, though, Chris, that we get to a point where we we, we put some of our top players and not just to give uh, empty promises to these supporters because uh, it, it gains administrators uh, some form of favor. Uh, and I know that from a Leeds perspective, they were talking about those blue plaques uh, honoring some of the city's yeah. great men and women, and they regard Albert uh, standing now, what, yeah, shoulder to man. shoulder with them. And that's all he asked yeah, that's for. that's fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. And hopefully, uh, Alicia, the youngest daughter, will get back to me and Beverly. Um, and then maybe you can just host her and just get a different perspective from the, the family background as he has the father in, in a situation where he was confronted with all these issues. Yeah. You know, we really don't know really what transpired in the family home at that time. Yes. No, I mean, yeah. it's, it's something that, Chris, uh, we'll keep in touch with you uh, okay. if we are able to do that because we love to tell these stories. Uh, it was the same thing with Kalamazoo. Uh, people had long yeah. forgotten about his contribution. We were able to track him down, bring him on air. He was a very vocal um you know, very spirited person, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but you know the the world that honoured him. You know, the the Dutch part of the world that honoured him. It was more than plaques. It was naming of stadia. There was a book that was out yeah, there. Yeah, there's still a street about uh, yeah, named after Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think we're just allergic. <laughs> we're allergic somehow, Chris, to honouring people that have done good things on the field of play. Yeah. It's a bad disease. Yeah. We need to cure it very soon. Yeah. Thanks okay. so much, Chris. I mean, always a great, great pleasure chatting to you. Thanks for giving Thanks us that, uh, that uh, insight. Have a good well. year. 2019, yeah. let's see how it's different perspectives to the beautiful days. 100%. Fully agree All with right. you. Chris Fortain, yeah. thank you so, so much indeed right. uh, for being part and parcel of this conversation, an important conversation uh, as well, because the world continues to honor uh, great people uh, without really worrying which part of the world they are from.